What's up, everybody? We're back again with a new episode. Um, some wonderful things happened this weekend. Some shady stuff that dropped also happened off the pitch. But we'll dive into everything. So without further ado, stick with us on this latest episode of Back on a Podcast. I'm great, I'm great. When you said some wonderful things happened this weekend, I'm sure you were talking about Madrid stealing the La Liga title. Wasn't that glorious? Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was nice. Yeah, congratulations. Now, to now, all, now to say, say, it, say it without squeezing your face. Say it without squeezing your face. You've not allowed me to land. Congratulations <laughs> to all the what is it called? All the um Real Madrid players and the Madrid stars as well. So congratulations to them winning their 35th title. And more especially, congratulations to Marcelo, who just said no. Okay, yeah, yeah. We just okay. Continue. Go on, go on. You see, this is the issue. You don't, you don't allow me because you think I'm a sore loser. But no, Allah, go on. Go you on, you saying, will prove you will prove if you're if you're a sore loser or not. You say Marcelo set the record by doing what? I think he's now the highest um, Real Madrid player. Um, With the most yeah, number of trophies. Yes, yes, yes. All time, yeah. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good. I think I saw it somewhere too, 24 or something like that. Yeah, 24. Exactly 24 now. Um, so I'm going to say, just for just for today, just today and never again, Hala Madrid, because they are the champions of Spain. What do you have to say, Yena? Yeah, that's what I said. Congratulations. No, no, no. I said, I thought, I said Hala Madrid. What do you have to say to that? What, what do you want me to say? I don't understand. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? That's like what they did is incredible. And what this guy can know, Carlos too, has done for himself. I know Madrid can never come out of your mouth in this life, right? What do I, oh, I should be shouting Alan Madrid with you. Oh, man. You know, the, you know, this is the first time I've ever said that thing because I've I find it so cringe. And the reason I find it so cringe, no disrespect to Madrid fans, because Madrid is a great club. But since we live in Nigeria, yeah, let's be honest, there are not a lot of Madrid, like pure Madrid fans. There are a lot of Ronaldo fans, so like Ronaldo fans who they indirectly started supporting Madrid. Like a lot of Manu fans and Arsenal fans who are tired of their club failures are now fans in Real Madrid. So they are the ones that make me Start hating this Hala Madrid thing because they keep saying it like like when when Arsenal are not even been in Europe at all, you'll be seeing Arsenal fans posting Hala Madrid. Uh, that's, uh, and the way they say it, I don't like when they even say it with the H. You know, the H is like silence. Like, so the way they say it is it's not, it's right. not their fault. They don't, they don't know how to say it. They don't know how to say it. Well, well, and also too, as we congratulate from Madrid, also important to pick up Carlos a lot too. Who is now the first manager to achieve um, to win league titles in the top five leagues across Europe? So that is a massive record and an achievement. I don't, don't see anybody. Don't follow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody will break that record anytime soon. I mean, but the only the only person that can do it is Mourinho. If Bayern hire him and if PSG hire him, those are the only ways. I can see PSG hiring Mourinho, but not Bayern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that too. Yeah, true. 
Um, so do you, do you think do you think Ancelotti is underrated? Like we all know he's world class, but is he a disrespect that we mentioned Pep and Klopp before him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The English media paints dirty narrative. Like it's very disgusting when I see people comparing Pep, um, Pep and Klopp together. It doesn't make no, 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 no. You can compare Pep. You can compare Pep, but what is Klopp and Ancelotti? No, 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 no. No, no, you don't understand what I mean. I want what I mean. Pep is already goated. He has, um, he has over. Okay, 20, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, he has, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has over 20, 20 trophies under his cabinet. And they are bringing, they are bringing and club into the conversation. And they are bringing club into the conversation. They just want to force it by all means. Like Ancelotti has doubled the, double the league titles, um, double the achievement club has. Like Ancelotti is on twenty-two trophies. Club is on eleven trophies. So, so at the end of so, the day, uh, I'm, I'm not disrespectful <laughs> to Klopp. I just feel like it's still too early to be putting him in the goat debate. It's too early. So I've forgotten that it's you. You turned things upside down. I didn't know that Klopp is not the one that leads the way in the boss. Okay, let's go. Let's stop for the narrative. <laughs> it, it, there's no driver here. There's no driver. If anything, there's the tire has bought, so we're trekking. <laughs> Uh, well, you could have actually said conductor in terms of mass choir, but then you couldn't even bail yourself out. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh God, Chelsea Football Club. Like I, like I, I Christian them last episode. Charity FC. Um, they've done another solid to another team that needed points. Frank Lampard, the club legend, winning. A must win game for Everton against Chelsea. I mean, let I don't want to be cynical, but it's not supposed to be possible. Like, it, like was this planned? Like, how on earth did this happen? Um, I think I think two things you can take from this game. Number one is the Chelsea players are not good enough. Number two is Thomas Tuchel. We need to start questioning his tactics. And if Thank you. God will and, bless you. God will bless and, you. And if it's actually the man to take Chelsea forward, because when you look at it, Chelsea didn't really do anything of substance in that match. If anything, they were even vulnerable. And I want to remind everyone that on the Everton, on the Everton lineup that played that game, you had um, John Pickford in goal. Huh? You had Yerimina and Holgate. Huh? Then you had You're the people uh, that was made to look like prime before. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Let me let me land. Let me land. You you see where I'm going with this. You see where I'm going with this. So continue with the lineup. Um so we have uh, Mili, Mi, uh, Mikolenko. Yeah, Mikolenko. Sorry for <laughs> It just shows that I don't really know. You have Mikolenko. You know, had um, um, Coleman. You know, had Coleman. Listen, you know, had Coleman. Coleman, we know he's a good player. Then he, let's was, he, was, he was a good player in his day. Now he's actually, he has regressed to the rest of the squad. Let, let's, let's go to, let's, let's move over to the forward areas. We have Abdullah Dukore, who is, I think, is a good player. Yes. But you know, had yes, Fabian yes. Delph. Fabian Delph. He's still playing football in 2021. Listen, he had Fabian Delph. 22, 22, let's okay, go, let's 22. go. 22. You know, 
Alex Wait, I, want to, I want to understand. I want to understand. Fabian Delft started that match. Yes, Fabian Delft started that match. We are now had Alex Iwobi. Let's be real. We are Nigerians, but we know the thing about Iwobi. We know the very, very thing. <laughs> so, so, moving forward, you now have um, young um, Anthony Gordon, Zimari Gray, and Wasteful Richarlison that ended up scoring the goal. So, that is the team that lost to... That is the team, sorry, that won against Chelsea Football Club, okay, who, were, okay. who were supposed to be title contenders at the start mm. of the season. Okay, so let me, let me just go on from here. Everybody at Chelsea Football Club, from the top to the bottom, should be ashamed of themselves. This is unacceptable. This is an embarrassment. This is a summary of their season. And here's why I said We've seen people glorify mediocrity in Chelsea. Like, like I remember on this podcast, I told you when Chelsea... I told you that after this draw, they cannot win the league. They've dro- how many, I don't know how many points they are behind Liverpool and City. But let me just mention a few games that they have dropped points, that they had no business dropping points in. Let's go. They drew with Burnley, two points dropped. They drew with Everton in December. They drew with Manchester United, two points dropped. They drew with that six points, right? Now, they, they drew with United again, two points dropped, eight points. They lost to Everton, 11 points. They lost to Arsenal, 14 points. I don't even, I'm not even going to mention the other games that they dropped points. Let's just look at these ones. We can call the Wolves own that they drop points as well, 16 points. A serious club will not have dropped points in these matches I mentioned. A serious club. But now let's talk about this particular match. I do not understand Thomas Tuchel's obsession with Love to Stick. Somebody should help me understand it because Love to Stick is. He does does one thing. He's a one trick pony. Run, run, no, I, run, I, run, run. Yes. Oh no no no! Go on, go on, go on, go. On. Run 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 and pass the ball. Not even a killer pass, just a regular pass. So if you are running all that much, only to play a regular pass, is it not is it not a waste of time? Why can't you just play fast fast football and instead of taking hundred touches, just take touches and play your sideways pass instead of dribbling 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 and playing the sideways pass? That's for. Love to stick. You can say whatever you want about him. I want to hear your your defense on Love to Stick. And no, no, there's, there's there's no defense on that. Like if I'm okay. waiting for the, the there's a special number nineteen I want to talk about. So Oh I'm no no I'm 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 coming I'm coming there. I'm coming there. Now you see this thing where we try you you know when, when you're playing football, especially on the streets with your guys, and the, a pass is not on, but you try to do it, and they will tell you, guy, no, the false ball, no, the false pass. You, you know, I'm sure you've heard that that quote a lot of times in your in your in your life, right? No, I, I know what you're saying. It's the same thing I shot on my TV when Bruno Fernandez tried 60 yard killer pass. Okay, uh, okay, uh, that's very good. That's very good. That's very good. Now, this in this case, it is not someone forcing a pass. It is Thomas Tuchel forcing Bernard to enter form by force. Werner has played off the top of my head. I'm sure he has played at least 
20 matches in the Premier League. He might not have started all of them, of course, but he has played up to 20 matches. He has played in the Champions League more than six matches. And in all these matches he has played in, I can remember two matches he played well. Someone should correct me if I'm wrong. Two matches out of almost 30. He played well against Southampton. He played well against Real Madrid. Please, which other match has Werner played well this season? And so, because he played well in those two matches, everybody was excited, like everybody from Chelsea, because I, I couldn't care less if Werner picks from or not. Everybody related to the club and everything, like the, the especially Thomas Tuchel, was like, yes, this is Timo Werner that we bought. But the thing is, when a player is not informed, you bench him. That's why I love Pep. You see Marez who starts 10 matches in a row. The moment he loses form in two matches, he's on the bench. There's no sentiment. That's one that has been informed for a long time. Now, Werner was informed for two matches. And yet, Postukel refuses to put him on the bench. You have Pulisic on the bench. You have Hakim Ziyech, who I think is the most creative player in Chelsea. Which is also including with James, who is sensational. But I think Ziyech can even be more, is even more creative than him. And yeah, these guys are on the bench and Timo Werner is playing. For what? For speed? Are we doing relay here? Is this 100 is this meters race? You're putting somebody on the pitch for speed. His finishing does not matter. His positioning does not matter. His passing, his crossing does not matter. He's just on the pitch for speed. Okay. And Thomas Tuchel is supposed to be a world-class coach, right? Now, and then there's one more thing I want to say. Okay, no. Before I say what I want to say, just let me... Let me leave it to you for now. Okay. Okay. So, so um, I I just want to sum up my thing against Chelsea because I don't I don't like dragging things for too long because when I drag things I go on this tantrum and I start saying like you go you go vex like that's more not in the vex. I understand. I understand. So 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 what I would say is two things. I want people to understand that two things can still be true. So when you look at this Chelsea team. Yes, uh, and George rightly pointed out some players that shouldn't be starting, and I agree with that. But when you're not deep it, let's agree with George that those players should not be starting. But look at the players on the bench, Christian Pulisic. <laughs> like, like, it's like I, I, the thing is, there's nowhere to run for Chelsea. The ones starting, they're not good enough. The ones on the bench, they're not good enough. And now, that's why I think it's Speaking of speaking of not good enough, you wanted to address Messi Mount. Let's no let's... no no. I'll, I'll address Messi Mount. Let me just land on this. So that's why I said two things can be true. So when we go, when we look at it, when Thomas Tuchel took this team, those players were not performing. The boy was still crying, and you can now still blame the manager taxes. That how can a team of let's say I think twenty how many registered players of Chelsea have? At least twenty five. At okay, least. let's just let's just go with the number number twenty-five. Let's say they have twenty-five. At least seventeen are not performing. And when you look at it, you can say, "Oh, those seventeen players are not good enough." But it's, you, you not we not start looking at the manager tactics. Like, is this manager's tactics bringing out the best in this Chelsea with, with this Chelsea team? Because at the end of the day, you cannot have so many players in a team that will be very very bad. Now, moving over to Messi Mount. This is my problem. I've always said this thing, and people will think um, I'm hating. Messi Mount, Messi Mount in the right system can be good, but overall, 
Messi Mount is not that is not that great the way the English media paints him to be. He's not that great. You cannot have like I call it Messi Mount the first defensive number ten I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he's not. He's what not great. What great? Yeah. Like like it right. isn't that that thing Feminio used to scam Liverpool for, for yeah, so many exactly. years. Exactly. The only thing you can guarantee with Messi Mount is he, he's not going to hide. He will run, 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 run till his his boot is done. So that is what great for you. There's there's but, there's something I want to, there's something I want to say like just to suggest, just to like suggest something. If he has such work rate and is not creative, why not use him as a midfielder instead of a number ten? Like to me, it just seems like common sense. The guy is not creative. And he has the work rate you want in the midfielder. So why are you forcing him to be creative, a creative number ten? Why? It, me, that's why. That's why I said some of some social taxes can be questioned because he, he, because right now I think it's a mixture of both players not being good. Because, because uh, to me, to me, it's just like yeah, sorry, just sorry to cut you. But to me, it's just like Pedri. Pedri controls the game brilliantly. But if you check Pedri's assist this season, it's not up to five. But still, you can see how good Pedri is. Why can't Messi Mount transform to somebody like that? Must he be a number ten? Being a number ten is not for everybody. Yeah, that that that, that is the truth. And Messi Mount can't be a number ten because of his action making. Because when Messi Mount is in that hole, when he receives the ball, he's, he does he does two things. And whoever watches Messi Mount will agree with this. He does two things. His first touch controls the ball. His second touch is either to cross. Or to shoot on goal. That is it. He doesn't look to give any kind of. He doesn't look. <laughs> he doesn't really pass, look to, nothing, yes, nothing. he doesn't look to give any intricate passing or anything. His, his first thing is trap the ball, shoot or I cross. That is it. That is all he likes me. So and to me that cannot be someone's um, Chelsea's number ten if they feel like they want to challenge for anything. I think the only solution for Chelsea is they need to uh, assess. Come summer, they need to assess their their transfer, the transfer they did because what they did is last can, last. I can hear. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just saying like yeah, what they. Okay, go on, go on. No, no, just finish because there's something I want to say because I can imagine uh, what some, some Chelsea fans are saying now as they are listening to us. So, so bottom line is, um, I don't want we're talking about Chelsea for for a while now, so. Bottom line is, they need to assess their transfers, bring in players that fit into Tuchel's system. Then they need to assess if Tuchel is the right man for them. Because I've said it already, it's two things. It's two things right now that's wrong with Chelsea: the players for me and the manager. Of course, people will tell you that the manager won this. He won that. the Champions League. Yes. So, and, so, so, and, so and, I, sorry, I, and 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 the mighty club World Cup clowns no, everywhere. No, 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 no. There's, I'm, I'm not going to downplay it. Champions League is a big achievement. But people need to understand no, I said, that. No, I, I said the mighty club World Cup and Super Cup. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not dragging into you. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to downplay what he has done since he came, down, came to Chelsea. But what I just want to highlight is he, he, was, he was getting it right and the system he was playing suits a cup competition. Well, this is the league we're talking about. Chelsea, they are in a position where they might not finish third this season. 
That is where how far they, 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 they might they might not even finish fourth. Remember, I told you, I told you this on Friday. You were laughing at me. I said Arsenal will finish third. Just watch. Well, well, what I'm just saying is they're in a position now that there is regress somewhat. So I think certain things need to change going forward for next season. Okay, so just to touch on Mount for the last time, I can imagine some Chelsea fans shouting, and check his hat. He has created, I mean, I think after Bruno Fernandes, he is one of the most creative players in quotes in the Premier League. But the truth is, when you see those stats, those stats include corner kicks and wide kicks. And so we're supposed to look at how many chances does Mount actually create from open play. To me, I've watched Mount. I watch, I watch the Premier League a lot. So I watch all the top teams, Chelsea, City, Arsenal, United. And then I watch the big teams in Spain. To me, Mount is, is someone that for every 10 chances he creates, only two are from open play. The remaining... The remaining, you can say six from corner, two from wide free kicks, then two from open play. That is Messi Mount for you. That's for that. For Thomas Tuchel, I can tell you this for sure. If Chelsea did not win the Champions League, Chelsea will not be playing. If Chelsea did not win the Champions League last season, Chelsea will not be playing a back three now. It is that success that made them think that a back three is the way forward. Now, a back three cannot be the way forward when you're playing against teams that just want to defend. Why do you have an extra defender there when you should be having an extra forward? This is one thing. I, I remember I, I spoke about this thing when Chelsea drew with Burnley. I said, why do you have N'Golo Kante, a defensive midfielder, and Ross Barkley, an also source player who should retire, playing against a team like Burnley that just wants to sit back and defend? It will not work. It cannot work. It's the same thing now that, to me, Chelsea needs to go back to a back four and actually start playing penetrative football, not just possession for possession's sake. Because now, Chelsea think that points are awarded based on keeping over 70% of the ball because that's all they do these days. They don't create chances. They shoot from distance and they think that that's good enough. They don't actually create clear scoring chances. They don't. And so, not to overflow the matter, we can, talk, we can be here all day. Chelsea's problems are a lot. I've said it before. Chelsea's problems are deep. But enough of Chelsea. Everton on the flip side, a big result for them. Um, Everton fans disturbed Chelsea players at the hotel, which is fair game to me because, I mean, they, you have to do what you have to do. Everton, what are their chances of survival now? Quickly. Um, really quickly, I hope they survive. I hope they survive so that Leeds can go down. I have an agenda against Leeds. I want Leeds to go down because of a certain player that I want to. I want to. Yeah, exactly. So Rafael. I hope. I hope. I hope my my agenda yeah, against. You are a bad. You are a bad person. No problem. You can call me whatever you like. Uh, I'm just saying my truth. So you ask me a question. I just want everybody to survive. They are good for the Premier League. We we'll miss the Mercedes derby. But- they're good. So I want them to be here. Well, I'm not so sure I'll miss the Messi side there because Liverpool win virtually everyone. So there's really nothing to miss there, if I'm being honest. Um, just quickly on United now, very quickly. They won 3 new, all well and good. But I've been seeing United fans shouting and celebrating on social media. What exactly are they happy about? Were they awarded extra points for, for Ronaldo's coin? Because I was seeing Sue, Sue, Sue everywhere. 
I'm I want him. Did they give them seven points because he has seven scores? It's, it's it goes goes back to how far they've regressed. If they've regressed so much that a win against Brentford is making them excited. So they, they, a win are, against Brentford that does anything for their league position. Exactly. So they, it's just it's just shameful at the end of the day. But like I'll just say at the end of the day, I, they, I feel like. One part of the reason they were celebrating is, yeah, they put in a good performance and that was like their final um, game this season at Old Trafford. So, and they were sort of sentimental uh, and um, um, incidents like Matic and Mata getting their ovation um, and their, fine, their like, ovation for their last game at Old Trafford. So, yeah. All please, you know, please, spare me, spare me that nonsense. That's absolute hypocrisy for Manchester United. I'm sorry, but I have to say it. United, I, sorry. Okay, I said, Mata has been at United, Mata has been at United for eight years. Has he ever really been appreciated? Like, really, truly been appreciated by the fans of the club? Eight years. You, Mata won Chelsea's Player of the Year two years in a row. Mata won the Champions League and the Europa League with Chelsea, include, as well as the FA Cup. Mata was the number 10 in Chelsea. Mourinho sold him. Let's, let's remember, Mourinho sold him because he doesn't give you work rate. And obviously, in the modern game, white players give you work rate more often than not. But number 10 still struggle to do that. So he was brought to United as a number 10. But it took until his last game at Old Trafford for them to play him as the number 10. They've been waiting him on the wing and on the bench for eight years. And now they are giving him a standing ovation. For what exactly? Uh, I think I think it's not it's not really the fans' fault or whatever. I know some Manchester United fans are that appreciate for Mata, but the only thing is Mata himself didn't help his case because when he became out, when he kept, he, he kept he kept signing extensions when he knew he was yeah, going to play. Exactly, exactly. So I just felt like there was a point where he could have left and enjoyed the last years and played good football, but still he remained there. Well. Well, kudos to him, but we wish him all the best in the future. Uh, for Matic, is is a bit understandable because at least he wasn't completely useless at Manu. I'm sorry if I'm sounding harsh, but Mata was useless at Manu. Mata was sensational for Chelsea, yes, but Mata at Manu, I mean, is actually you could actually forget that he was a, a United player. That's how bad it was. He has started only three games in all competitions this season. All competition. So even Carabao Cup and FA Cup, he was still not good enough to be starting in Europa, in in Champions League group stages, the fifth and sixth group stage match. He was still not good enough to be starting. It's, it's a shame, really, because Mata Form was one of the most talented players of the generation, like raw talent. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. It's just a shame again. So United win. Yeah, United win three 0 I mean, it was a great command, don't get me wrong, but it does nothing for the season. It's too little, too late. So, to me, it's not something I even want to really talk about. Um, it, they should have done this a lot sooner. Then, let's finally, in the Premier League, before we go to Spain, Arsenal with a key 2-1 victory to leave them in the driving seat for the top four. That, was, that would be a bit of a to sports who did their job against Leicester, but Arsenal defenders coming up with the goods, holding on Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, they, they stepped up. They stepped up. Although West Ham rotated their players, but that's not Arsenal's business. They did their job. They got the points. 
Like I said, the top four race will go down to the wire because all the games, all the teams, I think Spurs have it in their hands and I think Arsenal too have it in their hands. I think the game yeah. against it's game against the North London derby will be will be where they decide that will be. I think whoever wins yeah. that game will be will be in full position to are finish you, are you, Leonard, are you forgetting something? No, no, I'm not. Oh. I, I think you're forgetting something. Tottenham faced Liverpool, so the North London derby might be meaningless if they lose to Liverpool. No, no, no. Do I see it? I feel, I feel um, Spurs will be Liverpool. I just have that feeling. Because wow, that's a, that's a big shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's this thing I, I like Spurs do. They don't play well against small teams, but when they make the bigger teams... And when, on, I look at, son. <laughs> when I look at the way they play, when they meet the bigger teams, Kena's son exploiting high line, Kane drops the son in, in behind for the, for the pass. So I feel like they will have enough. I don't, I don't think, what do I see is Liverpool might not lose the game, but I don't, I don't think Spurs will necessarily lose the game. It could end in a draw. Okay, okay. And a draw won't actually be the end of the world for them if they can win the North London Derby. Exactly. So we'll, We'll see how that goes. For Arsenal, I think, I think it wasn't a spectacular performance, but it was a solid. It was it was a solid performance. They they deserve to win, although they didn't deserve to flog West Ham, which they didn't. But they deserve to win. In Ketia, for me, I just cemented why Lacazette should never step foot on the field again for Arsenal. It should just be released, like, like before the you see why me right. His, his contract is expiring by June. Before June, like he should already be told bye bye, like leave our club for us, please. Because Iketa is offering so much more the movement, the sharpness, the versatility to drift wide. I mean, Iketa is giving me joy. Like, like Iketa mm. is just giving me joy. Mm. It shows you how, how, how poor football is. Iketa is giving you joy. Well, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this guy, if you don't want to accept that like, Ketia is a good striker. Huh? No, let's start. Let's stop this thing. Please. Let's stop this thing. Okay, okay, okay. Ketia is a promising striker. He can be good. Do you accept there's, that one? Do you accept prom- that one? There's nothing promising on your good about Ketia. He's just doing the job right now. There's nothing promising on good. Ketia should be sold. They also need a proper striker. His, his contract is expiring, so they cannot even sell him. Is either going to renew or, or leave for nothing? Yeah, if they renew, they, that means they don't have any ambition. Unless he's going to no, be no, like... No, no, no. They can renew and he fights for the starting set with the, with the new signing. It doesn't have to be the starter automatically. Okay. Eh? Then I, can, I will leave with that. That's what I want to do. Well, no problem. Well, I hope you can leave with what I'm about to say next, but... We talked about it already. Real Madrid won the La Liga this weekend. With a smashing performance against Espanyol, they needed the points. They got all three in stunning form. And the yeah, fact like that it. they could... The fact that they... Yeah, okay. The fact that they could rotate players as well was a bonus. Yeah, like I told you, they will rotate players because the city picture is more important to them. And I told you they will have enough to beat Espanyol. And they did that. And they did that. So, yeah, congratulations to Real Madrid. It's, it's a very good achievement. They should enjoy the celebrations. And yeah, some cool pictures I've seen with Carlo and his boys. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next 
season. So you guys should celebrate and enjoy it while it lasts, huh? Spoken <laughs> like a true Barcelona fan. Now, speaking of Barcelona, 2-1 win against Mallorca. But it doesn't sound like you were really pleased when we, we before we started recording. 2-1, professional performance, but still, there's still a lot to improve on. I think the star, the star man was Depay, and it defies our star man. If the pie was our star man, it tells you how... And there are certain people that when they become the star man of the team, I just knew that that will follow from grace well, so are much. You, are, you not, are, you, are you not being too harsh on the pie? Because let's remember, I started the season bound in form. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But let, let me, let me, let's be real. It's not really top tier for Barcelona. It's not really top tier. Frankie where's, Dion, where's, like, this, where's this Frankie, energy for... Where's this energy for Ferran Torres? Because I don't, I yeah, don't recall you being this I will even come to Ferran Torres. Ferran Torres, Ferran Torres, um, Ferran Torres um, is a is a fraud. He has been doing fraudulent <laughs> things, but still, like I won't, I won't fault him now because this is his first season. Maybe I'm being of too harsh on, on. Of course. On, maybe I'm being too harsh on the pie, but no, no, no. But at the end of the day, Ferran too needs to step up. I think the star man was Frankie Dion. Yeah, Frankie Dion did his thing, and I pray he can continue that form. Okay, so at the end of the day, the, the I'm not I'm not like just just a professional performances uh, performance. I mean, they needed to get the three points. They did their job. The only disappointing thing was they couldn't just be comfortable. We, we still allowed Mayoka coming to it at the end, at the end of the day, and we we now had to grind it out towards the end. Yeah, so they, they, that, that just it. But the main thing I'm disappointed with Barcelona is the thing that the things I'm seeing in the media. Barcelona are linked with. Let me let me let me quote. Barcelona linked with Harry Maguire, Marcus Rashford, what? Marcus Rashford, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay. Oh yeah, I saw I saw I saw the Scott McTominay and and Martial for. In exchange for like one of them will be in exchange for Frankie De Jong. I saw that. And as if as if that's not enough. Barcelona Alonso. Barcelona now wants to sign. Um, they are renewing Dembele. That one is already painful enough. But they now want to go and sign. No, Dembele has. Dembele has. No, 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 no. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Not Dembele. They are renewing Sergio Roberto, and that that's that one what? is already bad. What? giving him a one-year contract. As if that one is not bad enough, they now want to go and take Chelsea's own Sergio Roberto in Marcos Alonso. So it doesn't, <laughs> like, you know... And, 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 Cesar Sliqueta, who was at fault for the Everton goal, but to be fair, I think no, Sliqueta no, no. is the best player we've mentioned for the last one minute. He's the best player we've mentioned. Let's be real. Like, Sliqueta is, 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 is clear. Uh, it's clear. It's head and shoulders above the rest. But 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 my my in my main issue is when you look at the other side, Real Madrid, they are getting Kylian Mbappe. They are getting Rudiger. Are you not seeing quality? Not names? not sure. Not sure. Mbappe is not sure. Mbappe is guaranteed. I don't I don't leave it um, delusion. No no no. Mbappe you know you know guaranteed. why you know why you know why I said it's not sure. PSG okay. are throwing money at this guy. PSG want to find one. PSG want to offer him one twenty-five million to renew for just two years. Who does that? That's what I'm, just that's what I'm just telling you. Just two years. 
he won't sign. If Killian wanted to sign, all the money they've been throwing at him, he could have signed. He's, all, he's just, let me say, Killian is like um, eight weeks away from signing a Real Madrid contract. So why sign now? If you wanted to sign, you could have signed since. Why sign now when he's, he's, he's like eight weeks away from his... Oh, okay, okay. Because we're so close to June, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll this see, is we'll see. In that case, in that case, it's, it's even less than eight weeks. So, so, so we'll me, see, I, don't, we'll I don't believe that. I think they've planned everything. Kylian will sign. So, but bottom line is, what am I liking is, Real Madrid just won the La Liga. Real Madrid are, in this, they are still in the semi-finals of the league. Um, Champions League, sorry. Now, when they now add those kind of qualities into the squad, that means you expect them to even do better. It's, there's no guarantee. Yeah, but, but then, but then, wait, but then. Wait, 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 wait. Let, yeah. me, let, wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. There's no guarantee in, guarantees in football, but what we should expect is when you improve your squad, you expect your squad to do better than the okay. uh, previous season. So now, if Real Madrid are taking a step towards trying to be better, the other side of the coin, which is Barcelona, they are taking 200 steps to try and go backwards. And I don't understand it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Okay, like, okay. So, let, so let, me, let me address something. You said Madrid signing Mbappe is cuttings for the league. Basically, that's what you're saying, right? No, 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 no. I'm saying the kind of deals Real Madrid are putting in place. You can see that it's, it's, almost, it's almost like, yeah, yeah, it's almost like, like just end the league because Madrid are going to win again if that's the case, right? Yeah, yeah. So, there's no guarantees, but like you can clearly see that when those signings uh mesh together, we're hearing Traumani and all those guys, when they come together, you see that Real Madrid are taking a step to get improved. But when you look at the kind of signings Barca are doing, like you cannot see any real improvement, any significant improvement for being on it. Um, um, okay, so let, let me start like this the Real Madrid midfield. I'm not sure if we can get a full season from them again at this level. I'm not sure. We might but get they've, already, they've, they've already taken steps to replace that. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. They've not signed to many yet. Have they? No, 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 no. Relax. But then, but out. then, but then, but then, they are being linked with Tillemans and... No, 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 you're looking at one position. Valverde is already coming. Have you not seen Valverde's performance this season? Have you not seen how... Valverde is more of a... Valverde is not the same profile. If you look at no, it, it, it doesn't need to be the same profile. That's no, what I'm saying. He needs, he needs no, to be it the doesn't. Same need, it doesn't need to. He bring. See, listen, listen, listen. This, this, this. There's no player that can play like Cruz. There's no player that can play like Modric. Those guys are one of a kind. So now, I, that's what I'm saying. They've identified this thing. That's why they are bringing them gradually into the fold. Valverde is already now a full first team player. Look at um, Kamavinga. Whenever Kamavinga comes up. Especially in the Champions League games, he changed the match. Even PSG was one of the prime examples. He changed the game. Even okay, against Chelsea, so. he did the same thing. So my point now okay. is, my point now is, even if you are not seeing it now, they are already taking steps in trying to. If those guys are not really at full flow next season, they have okay. people to rely on. Do you get it? They have okay. people already to rely on. But Barcelona. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. I I just want to say something. I while I agree with you that Modric and Cruz are unique players, they are by no means the only playmakers in Europe. You have Pedri who is a playmaker, you have Zuben Neves who is a deep line playmaker, you have a lot of 
mid as well playmakers. You had you have your Shakimik as well. If Real Madrid lose Modric and close, and they are telling me that their replacements are going to be Valverde and Kamavinga, they are good players, yes, but they are more box to box than creative, which is going to lead you to a Chelsea-like situation where you have hard-working players like Messi, Mount, Volokante, Kovacic, but nobody is actually creative. That's where they are going to go to. If they don't get like a Tillemans or a Pogba, like they need somebody like that. So that's one. Um, but but for the for the others, I I'm looking at it. Mbappe's arrival might mess up Vinicius Junior because Vinicius has been so good on the left wing. Is he going to be that oh, good on the right? Oh, there's no there's no mess up. No, there. Why we, why, no, why we wait, no. Let me let me let, let me finish. Let me tell you how he's going to play. Let me tell you how he's going to play. Vinicius will be in his wing. That is guaranteed. Karim Benzema will play the nine. Kylian Mbappe will go to the right hmm? because Kylian Mbappe. But Mbappe does not play. Mbappe does not play right. Mbappe plays center or left. No, wait, wait. No, no. There is no issue there. Let me remind you, Kylian Mbappe. Huh? He plays across the front three. This, this, is, a, this is a narrative that. No, no, no. He can. No, no. Let's put it like this. He can play across the front. Yes, but he if, can play. But if you're, but if you're signing someone and he's going to be your marquee signing, is he not supposed to play in his best position? No, you're not even getting it. Because at the end of the day, you don't understand that Kylian is Real Madrid's future. Benzema will probably be there for maybe one, one season or two more seasons. Benzema will be 36 and Benzema will leave. Kylian Mbappe will probably be there for over five years. So he's their future. So he just needs to play that place for one season. Like, it's not really a big deal. And he can play that position. It's like, since Bale is leaving, he can be the best at that position. Bottom line is, all these, our arguments is not even... Bottom line, I'm, the bottom line I'm just trying to alight here. Real Madrid, they're no, taking... <laughs> they just taking steps to improve their team. And you can see how those signings can be significant too. And they could have a big impact for Real Madrid next season. But Barcelona... Yeah, not even serious. Let's just leave it at I'm, that. I'm, I'm, let me just add, just, just to be fair on Barcelona, right? Um, being linked with Maguire, Rashford, McTominay is a joke to me. But if we look at it, remember I've told you this off, off air, like when we chat. I've told you that Barcelona needs another left back. Not necessarily someone that will bench Jordi Alba, but someone that will just make Jordi Alba sit up because he's too comfortable being a short starter. And that, that player might just be Marcos Alonso. He's not going to be a starter, but he's just going stop, to be stop, 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 No, no, stop. I'm, I'm just saying might just be. Might please. just be. Please, I won't even comment and, on this. And then, Aspiriqueta is better than Sergio Des, let's be honest, even at his age. So, for me, I don't, I don't think that he's all doom and gloom. That's all I'm saying. But... Let's just let enough of that because we, we can go on forever because we, we know how close this subject is to your heart. Um, let's round it off with the Bundesliga Bayern. Bayern lost 3 1 over the weekend. The Bayern, I don't know why I keep saying Barcelona. Bayern are taking the Bundesliga as a joke, they are not treating the league with sporting integrity, all this big, big, meaningless grammar. And I just want to ask, so some people are saying, imagine if Bayern play against people that are fighting against relegation and then they win Bayern and then they end up staying up. Now, is it fair to the other people that they are fighting with? 
I'm like, is Bayern's job to win the league or to save everybody else in the league? What's their job? They've done their job, have they not? Yeah, they've done their thing. Anyone crying should should know that the season started in August and they needed to get points since then. So that is our own business. Bayern, they, they can do what they want. So if they lose their game, it's their own business. <laughs> exactly, because they are not chasing any record points, tally. They are not chasing anything. They are out of Europe, so they don't need to keep like keep at it. Because if they were in the Champions League semi-final, I can assure you they won't have played that badly. And you said they can do anything they want. How about this one for you? After that defeat to Mines, 3-1 defeat, they went to Ibiza on holiday, like actual holiday, and the season is not over. And a lot of people have criticized them. Their club legend, Lothar Mateos, has been critical of the team that you should not be doing such things after that performance. Like, if they had won at the weekend, fine, go on your holiday. But not after that dreadful performance. What do you have to say? Does he have a point? I, I don't think um, necessarily going for holiday after winning anything is a bad idea. But the timing of it is a bad idea. That's, that's that what makes it a bad idea. The timing. It came at the wrong time. I think if they had postponed it for like one more week or so and get get the fans back on site, I think I think no one will bat an eye. But I think I think like this now, it's clear to see that um, the the timing of it, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I agree with you 100%. I, you have the right to go and party and go on holiday, but not immediately after such a performance. That's, that's actually where we agree. And that brings us to the, the end of the episode. Um, just a reminder, I, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but let me just say it again. Barcelona and Chelsea have played the same number of games, 34, and now both have 66 points. So... How is Chelsea supposedly having a good season and Barcelona is having a shocking season? How? Hmm. Uh, just let me put my own reminder there. If you've not seen it, the League One, um, the League One managerial, or, um, managerial award for the season, the list, the nominees are out. And guess oh, what? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. guess what? I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it like this. There's no need to drag this. <laughs> And guess what? Pochettino didn't make, didn't make a list that had five men in it. Five men short list. Pochettino didn't make it. So, well... Sorry. Well, that's... The... So, yeah. so, now, winning the league with PSG means nothing. Or, or Pochettino is not a good coach. Which one is it? Uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's a mixture of both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a mixture of both. And... And lastly, um, Josh, your predictions. Real Madrid, Man City. What do you think? Whew. I think this is actually one of the toughest games we've had to call all season. Um, I say Man City just, but I will not be surprised if Benzema does something magical. Okay, okay, okay. I think, I think what City did in the first leg is enough. Uh, let me be real with you guys. I don't see Real Madrid losing at the Bernabeu. I think it's going to end 2-2, 3-3, 1-1, whatever score like. But I think City will go through because of the first leg that they, that they, um, that they, uh, the first leg pushing that they had at the Etihad. But I don't see Real Madrid losing at the Bernabeu. Yeah, that's my own prediction. So yeah, okay. guys. Now, before, before we end, just 
can you just tell Chelsea fans to pipe down because they have the same points with Barcelona and they have no right to be trolling Barcelona? No, no, there's no reason to tell anybody to pipe down. Reality will hit everybody hard. Next season, <laughs> next season, they will see what we are saying. Next season, and for the Barcelona fans, I think we have good players going into the season. Let Barcelona confirm all these signings. Next season, you will see where Barcelona will be. So it's very simple. Reality, you cannot see, you cannot run away from reality and guess it. It always comes and it hits hard. Yeah, you're, yes. sounding like, you're sounding like Thanos right now. And on that note, <laughs> you have to say goodbye before Leonard will snap us out of existence. <laughs>